Hey, this is Bradley from Emerosa, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. What's up, everyone? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 236 of Spinning Thoughts. My special guest is Bradley Scott of Emerosa, and we talk in great detail about their new album, Sting, that's due for release on January the 27th. We dive into a lot about this, about the sound, the synthwave, the pop, the alternative, about how Emerosa has been building up to this sound since 2019's release of Peach Club. And Bradley just is being as candid and authentic as he always is. At the end of our conversation, we're going to play a little game of Would You Rather surrounding different New Year's resolutions. So make sure you stick around until then. But if you like this kind of content, make sure you give it a like on YouTube, that you're subscribed on whatever podcast platform you listen to. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Without waiting anymore, Let's dive into my conversation with Bradley Scott of Emerosa. I'm so excited for my guest here in episode 236. We've got Bradley Scott, the vocalist for Emerosa. The band is due to release their sixth studio album titled Sting on January 27, 2023, consisting of 10 tracks that combine influences of pop, synthwave, alternative, and 80s hits. Bradley, welcome to Spinning Thoughts. Hey, how you doing, man? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, hell yeah. I know you got a lot going on as we were just talking about off the air. Obviously, the band yeah. is ramping up for a highly anticipated release. It's been about three years. I know that there's been about four pre-release singles that will dive into all of that. But before we get into the music, I do just want to say on the air and start off by congratulating you as it seems you've welcomed a new baby into the world not too long ago, just a mere few days ago. Um, yeah, I hope yeah. I hope baby and mom are healthy and doing well. Talk to me about how you're feeling right now with all of this going on. Uh, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, they... Uh, it's i mean it's it's great uh i think having a baby is it's very romanticized um and they don't they don't often talk about the hard parts you know yeah. it's like putting comedies and things like that but it is tough it is very hard and so it's been about a week of just like you're up you know the first couple nights you're up every hour you're up like every you know half hour because you're just like locked in you know yeah yeah uh, but it's pretty it's pretty amazing also so i you know you don't really understand it until you until it happens i guess is what they say um but it's i'm very tired to answer your question <laughs> i bet yeah. and uh it's only uh what seven days into the new year and so um and yeah. we're, we're ramping up to the album cycle so um get used to being yeah. tired i'm sure that you are <laughs> i'm fine with it <laughs> uh again before we dive more into the music i am curious um, I, I really admire the fact that you are seemingly balancing well this uh, dichotomy of raising a family, having kids, you know, things like that, and being in the music world. A lot of people like don't associate those things all the time, um, and it's not a lot true. of people talk about it. Um, and I don't want to, you know, spend too much time on it, but I'm just kind of curious what it's like for you being in a band, especially right now as you're ramping up to an album release. Um, how do you? Like, how do you find that balance? And do you have any advice for anybody else in the music world that's kind of doing the same thing? You know, it's tough. There's a lot of, uh, um, there's a lot of people that do it, you know, and I, and I like to keep my family life private because 
while I love making music and I love being in a, in a band, uh, it, it is at the end of the day, a job and a business. And um, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm, I'm not going to be talking to anybody about how much I loved our new record. Like, yeah, I'm going to be talking, you know, I'm going to be talking about my family. And so that takes priority um, uh, in, in my opinion. And, and so I'm, I'm very lucky in a way because um, not that, not that anyone can ever reference the pandemic as lucky, but uh, because of that, I was home for a long time and was able to create a strong foundation for a family. Um, you know, before that, when you're, you're touring nine months out of the year, that's not, uh, it's not very easy to do unless you're doing it on the road, which also happens. Yeah. Um, and you can get to the level of success where you can bring your family on the road. Um, and that's one way to do it. Uh, balancing every, I, I can't tell anyone else how to do it or, or give advice because I'm, I'm still learning myself, you know, yeah. uh, how to do it. Um, my, my goal going in is that I, I disappoint both parties as little as possible uh, because I think they both understand that I'm doing my best and trying to make it, make them both work. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to quit either one of them. So uh, I might as well, you know, do the best I can with them. But I, I see a lot of people in the industry with families. Uh, um, and I think, you know, there was a quote that I heard when I was listening to the Office Ladies podcast. And they said, uh, what one man can, uh, what, what one man has done, another can do. And so uh, I, I feel like it should be if, if this is any indication of how it's going to be it's going to be very difficult but i do feel like it gets easier as time goes on or else we would have stopped having babies a long time ago yeah absolutely and i appreciate you expanding on that and i i absolutely respect the uh the privacy and so i i, th I thank you for that and uh, again congratulations much respect to you in that regard now thank you um, i'm really excited to dive into sting as i told you off the air i've had a chance to listen to all 10 tracks um, it, it has such a consistent flow. There's obvious um, sonic themes throughout. I know that there's a lot of discussion on the internet and stuff about the sound and the approach of the band. I am a fan of Emma Rosa Thank and you. the direction that the band continues to go. You're pushing the envelope. You're not falling into any kind of like nostalgia trap that seems to be existing right now with different genres kind of peaking with the ebbs and flows. You're doing what you want to do and what comes from your heart and soul. At least that's the way that it translates to me when I listen to Sting. So let's dive into that a little bit. As I mentioned before, the album Sting, sixth studio album. It's due for release on January 27, 2023. It is the follow-up to the full length from 2019 Peach Club, which I loved that album. I feel a lot of similarities, but definitely a full jump forward. Before we dive into mm -hmm. the specifics about Sting, talk to me about how yeah. you're just feeling right now. It's like three weeks out. Um, we're ramping up to it. You're doing all kinds of interviews. We're just a few weeks out. So how are you feeling right now at this stage of the release cycle? Uh, you know, it, it varies from day to day. I, uh, like today I feel, you know, I feel nervous today about it. Uh, just because like, I, like I told you before, uh, we went on the air, uh, 
I haven't spoken to a lot of people outside of my circle who have heard the record. So getting those, uh, you know, getting that feedback from people, you know, who are just in the industry, who are now like getting the review or getting the early advanced record and, and like getting their opinion. It's um, I'm, I'm very interested. I'm very interested in it. I, <clears throat> um, one thing about me is, that is, is very clear. If you know anything about me is I care what people think and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, so I used to try to, I used to try to hide that. I don't, I don't care, whatever, but I very much care. And and I think everybody does. Um, but I, I'm feeling very nervous. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I, I told you before, I'll, I'll be very honest about the record. Um, and I think, you know, I, I, I do think that we avoided jumping into that nostalgia, um, act and, and and i said yesterday i'm super appreciative of our fans that are are riding the wave with us and like letting us be a band and do our own thing because most fans and i use that term loosely fans uh they they love you as long as you are doing what they want you to do yeah um you know as long as as long as they get to implement their will onto you and say this is the, this is what you sound like your band is this always be this i love you but the second that you start taking some freedoms and you and you're like this is our band this is what we do uh you know that doesn't work for them and so i i have no problem telling people to fuck off if they don't like it uh, <laughs> uh, as as you may know uh because i i i don't want to get trapped in that nostalgia and, and i'm not knocking any other artist because people make what they want to make but i don't want to be making like you know i, I we did versus 131 peach club this is this is my fourth album you know with amorosa and each one has been different like you're not gonna you know you can you can put on peach club and then at the song from versus comes on you're like this is not the same band you put on versus you, you know staying you jump from album to album depending on the song you get a lot of times it doesn't feel like the same band and i like that yeah because when we go to our shows and, and we just did two headliners uh, in in la and new york or i'm sorry la and chicago uh, and they were the biggest headliners that we've ever done and they knew every word to the new stuff that we released they knew every word to 131 they knew every word to the peach club songs like there are people that love it all and that those are our fans um to answer your question, I'm nervous. <laughs> you know, I like that though, because sometimes I talk to bands and they don't always express some of those authentic feelings and emotions. And I think that it just means that you still care. You're putting everything you have into this. You're taking risks, you're taking chances. And with that comes vulnerability. And look, that's a human emotion that we can all relate to. And that's, that's yeah. part of what I get from Sting is some vulnerability, relatability. It's, um, it's not too long. <clears throat> I think it's it's under 40 minutes, isn't it? It's like 35, it's 34. Very, it's a very short record. Yeah, but you know, it doesn't feel like, I, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it's too short. I know 34, 35 mm -hmm. minutes might feel short, but everything has a purpose. It feels the flow from one to 10 is stellar. And I, I'm, we're going to talk a little bit um, here in a few minutes about um, some of the yeah. intention that you may or may not have had in terms of the track listing, pre-release singles and stuff like that. But okay. before I mean, we- the, the the, sorry, the the intention was for it to be short. Like when it when it's short and it's done, you want it again. 
and you're going to listen to it again. Like, yeah. oh man, I didn't get enough. I want to hear that again. Like, great. That's the point. Absolutely. And I caught myself um, with the way that it advances and stuff are sent like through Holics or whatever. Um, it'll mm-hmm. just kick into repeat right after the last track goes in. And so yeah. being unfamiliar with the album, you know, I'm listening one through 10 and it almost feels like a like a continuation when it repeats. Like I even had to like stop myself and be like, wait, did it start over again? Um, so it does, yeah. it does, it does create that, um, that desire to want to listen to it again because it doesn't feel like it's consuming so much of your time. And I mean, in a world of TikTok and Instagram reels where we're just swiping up yeah. all the fucking time, um, it yeah. is nice to have this, uh, brevity in an album that calls you back for more. Yeah, the, the album as a whole was meant to be that like short, sweet, like re- return to it. Um, but I think we really only did that on one song. Like we, we really only made one song extra short. Like it's just because we're like, I think it's done. I think like we've made our point and that, and that was forgiveness. Yep, absolutely. So uh, I want to dive into a little bit here about the approach to writing Sting. Uh, the band's gone through various evolutions. You're in a duo mm-hmm. stage right now. You yep. at ER. So talk to me about yep. how the two of you approached the writing process for Sting as a duo. How do you go about creating writing? Is there a formula that kind of sticks even through these evolutions of the band? Or was it very different this time around with Sting in terms of creating these songs? You know, uh, going into make Sting was very different. Uh mentally uh because we knew it was just er and myself um and uh i remember sitting there the first day and just feeling very odd feeling like i had just i just i didn't have any confidence um i was not sure like uh, you know the the two years prior to that or, or year and a half was was pretty rough for the whole planet, you know? Um, and so, uh, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't have confidence. I wasn't sure, but, uh, I knew, I I knew we had to make a record, um, and not like contractually or like an obligation. I just knew that we had to. Um, and I really look at this record as a, as a confidence building record for me to, to get my confidence back. Um, and so going in to write this record, uh, you know, even, even with peach club, we went to the same producer, uh, Courtney Ballard. Um, and when we did peach club, you know, like many, like many artists, you, the producer becomes a part of the band, mm-hmm. um, for sure. And, <clears throat> and it was the same with this album. Um, uh er and i for for months always uh, for months for years we always have sent each other little ideas like hey i have this idea i have this idea you know and and we just bounce back and forth and and those ideas either make it or don't i think there was probably about 65 song ideas that uh wow that were written uh for the album you know uh and i'll tell you right now some of those songs were very post-hardcore some of those songs were very like have some of those songs were heavy some of them were not like there's nothing to say that the next record we do isn't some, you know, heavy ass sleep token type thing. Like there's no, nothing like just because we made two pop records, like, we do what we want to do, you know, yep. but I digress. Um, so, 
so Courtney is a huge part of our writing process. ER and myself are a huge part of the writing process. Um, and on on uh, on on Peach Club, we also had, um, you know, some friends help sprinkle in some production. You know, little bells and whistles. Um, but we definitely had um, um, Courtney, myself, and ER all writing in the studio. I mean, I believe uh, like like Cautious was written with just. Courtney and I in the studio, um, and and the same thing with uh, with Ready to Love, which was the single after um, Peach Club. So when we got in with Sting, it was, it was very it's very normal to write with Courtney, um, but I think it took a couple of weeks to get the vibe, like create what we wanted to create. Um, we brought in, you know, we brought in some great musicians to help here and there. Uh, with stuff that we wanted to work on. Um, we, uh, uh, this, uh, Courtney works with this, uh, I mean, we work with him now, this kid's, uh, Stefano Poco. He had a huge hand in writing the song again. Um, uh, I remember, uh, this dude, uh, the, the artist Veins. Do you know Jared of Veins? The, the yeah. artist Veins. Um, yeah. he actually brought Rush to the table he uh the song rush it was like an instrumental that he had messed with um a song concept that he brought um and a lot of times we'll listen to it and then we break it down and build it up to feel like you know what we want but um we definitely tried something new with having a couple more hands in the pot and and seeing what happened um and, and then i don't know that we'll do that on the next record um but you always want to have a different experience when you're creating an album. And, uh, and this one was a very scary album to make. Um, you know, it's funny. I go through like versus versus was a very F you let's make this record. Like, uh, uh, we can do it. You know what I mean? And then 131 was, uh, a, a very much like a more confident, like, uh, now that we did it, let me show you what we can really do. And then Peach Club was like a, a, another F you, like we can do anything we want to do. <laughs> uh, and and staying this record feels, I'm, I'm going to be honest here, it, it, feel, it feels very much like, like I need to get, I need to get it back. Like I need to get it back, whatever it is. Like I, I really felt like this record was made uh, not to take anything away because I, I love this record, but it very much feels uh, stepping stone ish um, to where we're headed. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I want, and I want this album to have its, its time in the sun um, because I think that it uh, is very honest. Um, I think a lot of people can get caught up in what they think is simplicity um, just because they don't hear this wall of sound uh of like this instrument this instrument this instrument like the interest the intricacy of a song is not in you know how many instruments or breakdowns or 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 this or that and and so um you know production wise i heard i when i hear like oh man these songs are just so like they're just so simple it's so easy and like simple and easy is harder than any like you know crazy math rock or whatever like simple and easy and good that's the tough stuff 
that's the easy stuff. I tell, I, I, I'm not sure if you know, I give singing lessons Yeah. and I have these people come in and they, and sorry to go off on a tangent, but I have people come in and, and, and they're like, Oh, I, I can sing like this. And they belt these big high notes and I'm like, okay, but let's, what do you do on your lower stuff? What do you do on your mid stuff? And it's real shaky and rough because that's the hard stuff. It's easy to use your voice and ah! like, that's the easy stuff, but it's, it's, the, it's the nitty gritties of, of the stuff that, you know, the simple, easy stuff that, uh, that impresses me. Um, so I don't remember what your question was. <laughs> I think you answered it and, and I appreciate the elaboration and, and it kind of reminds me what you were saying there at the back end. When I was in college, when I was in school, um, I always struggled the most when I was given like a writing assignment where there was a restriction on words, like where you had to mm-hmm. keep it under 500 words or under a thousand because it's very fucking hard to uh, create a point, be concise and vivid when you only have so much that you can do and say. You have to be extremely intentional. You have to be um, as, as vivid as possible. And 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 I, I feel that. I feel that with Sting where it doesn't have to go off on tangents. And I do think it's dynamic still. I'm, again, simplicity doesn't uh, connotate to a lack of of. of dynamics um i i feel all of that but I, I i just get that that connection there where it feels like you were almost keeping it under a certain amount and and you nailed it in terms of um making every second count which again kind of makes the album feel like you want to listen to it again and again so yeah i'm Thank excited you. for others to get that exact same feeling and whatever other I, feeling I, they I, interpret i'm excited to pick your brain about this about this record yeah well what, what do you want to pick my yeah. brain on uh, I, I want you to be, I want you to be honest too, not just because we're on. Yeah. Uh, what is your, what is your, what is your favorite? What My favorite track favorite is, is Woman. Oh, okay. Okay. What's your least favorite? Uh, Hold <laughs> on. Before you say it, I'm going to, I'm going to write it down. Oh, fuck, dude. That's a tough question. Least favorite. Uh, it's, it's, I'm a very positive kind of person. It's going to be tough for me to, to say a least favorite. Um, least favorite oh fuck um, one that you don't okay it doesn't have to be your least favorite the one that you the one that you don't go back to as often if you want to be nice about it okay all right um the one that i hmm, fuck bradley um i would have to say i'm looking at the track list right now just to make sure that i'm i'm accurate as possible when i speak here i'm gonna say yeah. i'm gonna say attention that is not what I would have thought. <laughs> what did you write down? I don't want to tell you now because then I don't want people to think like, oh, he hates that song. I'll, well, tell, you, I'll tell you off the air. All right, we, we'll do that. Um, but please know is it, that is I... That, I it, yeah, of course. Is it too simple for you? Is it too just like empty? I wouldn't say that it's too empty. Um, I feel like Preach really comes out the gate strong. And I think that I'm also, mm-hmm. because of the pre-release singles, like I anticipate preach and then you know then there's attention but then it jumps into stay which is another pre-release so I, it might just be due to exposure to it as well sure, as i'm trying to sure, digest yeah. it i'm also um i'm a huge huge vinyl nerd and i actually tend to not listen to albums from start to finish unless i have them on vinyl so that i can okay. sit down and be intentional with it and and so who knows i mean it when it comes to albums they're so fluid with me um, it sure. depends on what's happening in my life at the time. 
Um, but yeah, I think it's a it's an amalgamation of many many things. But I think the entire ten tracks are extremely healthy and 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 flow nicely together. But on this topic though, um, because I I do want to pick your brain on. There's two questions sure. in a similar vein here. Um, I want you to think back to the writing and recording process of Sting. Is there a specific track that? It, not saying that it's your favorite or anything like that, but I feel like. I feel like there are times in the writing process and recording process where some songs just take a little bit more out of you or exhaust you a little bit or push you to to kind of land the plane. Is there a song that you're m- the most proud of like at now that you've been able to hear it in its final stage? <laughs> yeah, Dick, uh, attention. Shut the <laughs> I'm fuck just up. So here's the thing though, uh, and and um, and it's okay that if people don't get it, but the I I, re- I remember sending attention to my my close friend who I've known for you know maybe fifteen years, and she said, "Oh, this is like," she's like, "This is the music that you've been wanting to make like since I met you," um, and I, and and that gospel choir pop concept. I mean, I mean, you can listen to attention, and then you can lay that track right on top. Uh, uh, of George Michael's Freedom, and they're about the same fucking song, to be honest with you, and <laughs> and, and, and and I'm okay with that. I, yeah, I, I admit it. Um, but uh, I remember having the having the choir in the studio, and I was listening. It was all coming together, and, and I think it's mostly like the bridge to the end of that song is just the pinnacle of what I want wanted in that song, and to finally reach that and get that. I thought was so great um, because that is a straight up pop, like Charlie Puth to the moon pop song. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. and so if you're not, if you're not a, like, like I am a Charlie Puth, Carly Rae Jepsen, Casey Musgraves, like pop person, like that is my world. And so for me, I'm like, Oh, this is pinnacle. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and I was very proud of that. I also, uh, you know, I, I, you know, there's also like the choir at the end of danger. And I really got to get real Phil Collinsy on danger. And so I was super proud of that um, as well. I think I might need to pull up the track list. <laughs> I, because the record was done so long ago and we've had such a long rollout yeah. that sometimes it's hard to get excited about the album because I've had it for, you know what I mean? Like I've had it for so long and I've heard it. And um, uh, I was I was really proud of ER because we needed some really tasty guitar leads out of him and he stepped up yeah. and he brought out some great stuff like in LA and in cinnamon. Like he's, you know, fantastic. But, um, uh, the moments that I, I did have very proud moments when, when we got to put together, you know, I had it in my head for so long and then we put it cause, cause attention was technically written before ready to love. Um, and oh, then wow. our, 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 old, yeah, like, um, our, our old manager came in and he like, just wasn't vibing it. And he really took the wind out of our sails and Courtney, the producer and I were like, this song is so good. Like, we don't understand, like this song is so good. Um, and, and I, more times than not, like there, there are, uh, like people, their favorites are like 
oh yes, yeah, like of the of the stuff that's out, like oh, stay is my favorite, and then preach, and then attention. And I'm like, so when I see someone that says like, oh, attention is my favorite, I'm like, this guy, this guy gets it. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, uh, I guess I don't I mean, get it, Bradley. <laughs> no, not to each their own. But I mean, like, so I understand. Like you said, woman is your favorite. Yeah, I can see. You know what I mean? Like I can see. Like for some reason, the small clip that we put up of that song, people are like fiending for that song. Um, and 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 our producer Courtney, he almost wanted to cut it from the record, um, wow, and, and and try something else. Whereas I wanted to cut a different song, but they they both made it on. So, um, again, I don't remember the question. Uh, oh, the proud, yeah. I was. I I think I think it really was that 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 bridge outro of attention. I was really happy to finally get that on a record. And, and look, here's the thing. Um, I love that we're able to have uh, just a transparent, authentic conversation between two people mm-hmm. who really love music. What One of yeah. my favorite things about having this podcast and talking to artists like you is to get your perspective. And for me, perspective changes things. Just like in real life, perspective changes things. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be really, really excited. After we're done talking, I'm going to go back and listen to attention like fucking 50 times. And I'm just going to dive into this some more. And I'm going to find everything in it to love as much as you do. Now, in terms of in terms of like globally, what do you think will be the fan favorite? Do you think that it is going to be attention? That's more of like the proud one. But do you think that there is one? Maybe it's pre-release. Maybe it's one to be released with the full album. What what one do you think the the? the... I have no idea. No, I I really don't know. I don't know what people like. You know, like I know <laughs> what I like. If I, uh, like I, I I for sure knew that like Stay was going to be a favorite. Yeah. Like I I could listen to Stay and be like, okay, people are going to really love this one. That's why we picked it to do a music video for it. I'm like, yeah, people are going to love it. Uh, Preach was, uh, I don't think preach was supposed preach was not supposed to be like oh this is the big single like preach was a message you know yeah uh, it was an it was a statement um and uh, attention uh was uh, very self-serving to put out as a single like very much like look look what i could do uh and and so when i think about the record you know i think a lot of fans who loved 131 they're gonna like like in la yeah. Um, I think they're going to like, I think they're going to like woman. Um, people who like peach club, I think they're going to like cinnamon. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, personally, my favorite on the record is danger, but that's not like, you know, yeah. um, but my favorite song of all time is, is, is Michael Jackson's stranger in Moscow. Uh, I, I love Phil Collins. So you can kind of wow. see like, that like slow, dark, moody type vibe is just, that's what I love. Um, I have no idea what would be the, you know, uh, if, if you asked our producer, he would say Cinnamon is the best song on the album. Um, if you ask, uh, I remember uh, we, one of our like oldest, oldest longtime fans came to our Chicago show. Uh, I didn't even know it. ER just gave her the record. <laughs> he's like, he's like, here. I'm like, girl, it's not out for like a month and a half. It's like she's she's fine. But her favorite, um, you know, and she's been there for a long time. Her favorite was Woman as well. Um, so I think I think this is a problem we create for ourselves, where the band has become so eclectic across the board that yeah. there's no way to say, oh, this will be everyone's favorite because 
it just doesn't work like that for us now unless there's just one undeniable you know top 40 big smash uh i got my head out the like unless we get one of those yeah like I, I, it's hard to say. I think there's a little bit of everything for a lot of people. Absolutely. And uh, another in- intriguing part about Sting is, is really, I do feel like all any one of the 10 you could have pre-released and that it would have made sense to pre-release it. And so I'm, I'm kind of curious just briefly here, Bradley, wh- wh- was there any psychology behind the four uh, that are out right now? Like um, to, to make sure that those were the ones that people get a taste of before the full release? Um, You know, thankfully, our label was just like, which ones do you want to put out? And I was like, these. And they're like, great. They really pushed. (laughs) It's crazy. I think their favorite song is my least favorite song. Uh, And I'm pulling up the track listing because I don't know my own record. (laughs) Um, uh, Ah, yes. Okay, so um, their favorite song is my least favorite. And and I fought because I didn't want it to be a single because I'm just like, I just don't think... I just don't think we got it. Um, but they still like put it in their press release as like a featured song. And I'm like, you sons of guns. <laughs> um, but when I go through, uh, uh, unintentionally, the first three songs were the singles. Um, and we had the track list before we, pr- before we picked the singles, obviously, because we had to get vinyl into production. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I think... Uh, cinnamon, uh, cinnamon could very well have been, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think a standalone single. I don't think forgiveness. I think that's a track record. It's a little short. It's a little yeah. mellow. Uh, I think in LA could have been. Um, again, obviously was. Why wow, we put out four singles? Yeah, that's uh, a lot for yeah, out of ten per- tracks. You know. Yeah, I mean, the thing is though that like the the purpose of that was to you know, continually be having something to put out, like uh, and continually be in people's faces. Like, here's a song, Come yeah. here's a song, here's a song. Like, that's the way the world works right now. If it were up to me, we would have just sp- spread out 10 songs for 10 months. Yeah. And then, and then did a tour and then went back in the studio. Like, you know, is there another you know, 10 songs? Go ahead. Is there another pre You don't have to say uh, what it is if there is, but is there one more that's dropping before the 27th? I mean, that's pretty... That's, uh, it's so like two, two and a half, three weeks out. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, there is not. I think we were discussing releasing in LA like over the holiday season just to like hear it, here it is or, 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 you know, I mean... <clears throat> maybe do cinnamon like right after the record comes out, but it's like, it's out, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I think, I think maybe we could, I could probably get, get the label. Hey, let's just, you know, a week before, you know, just one, just one more. Like a week I see before. a lot of bands doing rate, that the week before. Yeah. At, at this rate, let's give them woman. Cause that seems to be a, a, a favorite for sure. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it, um, um, it definitely is a standout for me. That's great. That's great. Uh, I haven't listened to that one in a while, but I do feel like it's going to be the sleeper because I've, I've heard that. I've heard that quite a few times after um, we're done talking, you can go listen to woman and I'll go listen to attention again. And, uh, perfect. We're gonna, we'll, we'll just uh, vibe like that. What, uh, what is it? Was it the back? Was it the backing ladies? Is that, that does it for you it, in woman? Yeah. 
I don't know what it is. I think that just this, I, I guess when I was listening to the album, um, I put it on and I was just sitting here. I didn't have any distractions on and I wasn't even looking at the, the track titles. I was just letting it play yeah. from one to 10. And I just remember when woman hit and I didn't know that it was woman. I just remember being like, fuck, I got to stop in like, what is this song called? Like, I don't okay. know. There was something about it that, that really grabbed me. And, um, that's great. I, I've listened to Sting from front to back two full times, and I've listened to Woman a couple times on repeat. And for some reason, it's just the one I keep going back to. But I really love the flow from start to finish um, with Sting. And go ahead. No, I'm glad there's one that I'm glad there's there's one that you go back to. That's yeah. Rather than like I listened twice and it's great. (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, certainly like woman is the one that I will continue to go to. And as I talk to people, I, I don't know that I just feel like that's going to be the one, like if I ever find somebody who doesn't know of Amorosa, um, that's probably going to be the one and be like, yo, check this one out from Sting. Um, it's that's just cool. It caught me for some reason. Um, but, cool. but I want to ask you this here as, as I wind down sure. on the questions about Sting so we can cover a couple other things before we run out of time. Um, Obviously, the album is called Stink. You got a scorpion on the album cover. Uh, I'm sure there could be some symbolism there, meaning something in your life. I don't know if there is. I was curious if you could expand on that. And also, um, this seems intentional, but you have an album title that is one word and every single track title is one word. Was there any kind of reasoning behind all of that? Can you give me any insight? Um, I just think it's strong and simple. Uh, you know, uh, You know, when we were naming the album, uh, stay was actually called Sting. It was his working title. It wasn't like it was before it had lyrics or anything. It just felt like that. Um, and 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 anyone who knows Er and I uh, more more personally or or follows us, uh, we're huge wrestling fans. And um, I I would be I'd be lying if we say we didn't lean in on that a lot of times. Um, and that was a huge, like huge fans of Sting, the wrestler. But I was looking up some imagery uh, of the scorpion, and I learned some facts about the scorpion that scorpions uh, can and have survived just about everything. Um, they are they are um, wildly resilient um, and existed before dinosaurs. Um, oh, wow. and they are, uh, uh, they are, you know, they survive just, just about anything. And I think that this band has shown that they do the same thing. Um, and so it, it all just kind of fell into place and, and, and painted itself. Love it. And I, I do, I, I, I love that, um, the song titles, one word album title, one word. Uh, the full album, 34 minutes. It's simple, it's repeatable, it's digestible, um, and again, dynamic all at the same time. So I think it all flows from album cover to song title to start to finish. So it's a, it's a healthy group of work there. Um, January the 27th is when Sting drops. This is a few weeks away, so everybody make sure you yep. go pre-save it. That's always super helpful. Get some vinyl, get some merch, and support Amorosa. Now, Bradley, I want to shift gears here slightly because as you mentioned a little bit earlier, you do different things still surrounding music, but outside of Amorosa where you're doing 
vocal lessons. Um, you do handwritten lyric sheets. I saw this tweet that you put out the other day, uh, custom songs, yep. uh, co-writing. Mm -hmm. So um, I was hoping you could just kind of expand a little bit on your vision for those things in 2023. Do you have any like big projects? Like, are you being featured on any songs from other bands? Like I think of Kellen Quinn anytime uh, people talk about features that man just never stops. He's on every fucking song. I feel like you and your, <laughs> your voice could lend to so many different genres and so many different bands. Like I could see you blowing up so many different bands as, as a feature on their songs. Do you have any plans there? Uh, I, I, um, I would be very open to that. Uh, I will say that I am pretty particular. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't want to jump on just every single song, uh, because I think that it, you know, kind of oversaturates, uh, and so, um, to, you know, to each their own, obviously, but, <clears throat> um, I just don't want to jump on every single song. I'm very open to it. I, I, I love that concept. I, there was an artist called Van Plating, um, and I sang on her song called Mountain. Uh, and it's a very like folk, uh, like very out of my wheelhouse, yeah. like super uh, indie folky song. And I got to kind of tap into a different part of my voice. Uh, and, and, and I love doing that. Um, I do, I do still teach. Like I've got about 40 students all across the world uh, wow. that I teach every week. Uh, through like singing, uh, songwriting, working on their voice. Um, the custom handwritten lyric sheets are there, you know, all, all the time on, on my website, uh, which is badlyscott.com. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the custom songs are tricky because they take a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, I usually open up the custom shop. And, 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 and I said this before, I, I got the idea because Max Bemis had a custom song shop that he did like so long and he was the first person that i saw do it and i was like oh i could like we we have fans that would want something like that you know what i mean like if you had told me when i was like 19 that uh patrick stump was doing fucking custom songs <laughs> you kidding me there's no amount of money that i would not have paid to be like yes patrick sing to me <laughs> yeah like, you know what i mean like yeah and and i and i just finished about 20 of them uh around the holidays uh, because people shit. give them as like, I've done like wedding songs. I've done Christmas, you know, Christmas presents. Uh, I've written songs for people's dogs. Like they just some like people just want something fun. And and I and I do them here. I record them. I write them. I email and like get. All right, what's this song about? And then you know, people. I mean, people have people have loved it. I've been very grateful. It's a good outlet and an exercise for me to be like constantly writing things that like. I don't sit down like, okay, what am I going to write about? Like I have something, it's like a great exercise for me. Um, but yeah, I, I do all of those things. Um, do you have any bucket list bands or artists that you would love to either be featured on one of their songs or have them featured on an Emma Rosa song? Um, bands? Probably not. I'd really love to get big Sean on a song one day. Yeah. Uh, He's my favorite rapper. I'd love to get him. Uh, I I love like like I said I love pop and R and B. So uh, in that in that way, I'd love to work with those artists. Um, as far as me, you know, I would I actually it's been a long time. I would love to jump on like a heavy ass band song. Yeah. Um, just to just to just to show that I can still do it. You know. Yeah. Yep. Um, like like somebody tell I don't know tell. 
tell Dayseeker or tell somebody <sighs> to hit me up and let me let me rip. Yeah. Well, I just had Telly Smith on from the Word Alive. Um, hmm. So maybe you two can get together. It'd be a full circle for me. And, and that's just selfish. Yeah, I know, but I, yeah, I know Telly. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's great that you do these kinds of things outside because what you're doing is is you're you're not only in in my opinion you're you're by doing these like outside um, voice lessons and custom songs you're still staying like relevant in your own like musical world like you're keeping up with your craft but you're giving back yeah. man like you're giving back to the community and you're becoming like super approachable and I feel like. In 2022, 2023, and, and moving forward, people really want to fucking feel attached to the the bands and artists that they love. That's why Patreon's massive. That's why, you know, all these different avenues really help bands kind of stay relevant is because of the approachability um, that, that you create. Yeah. So I love that for you. It's a dangerous line. Thank you. Uh, it's a dangerous line because that attachment, that, that parasocial attachment can also turn into uh you know um entitlement and it, and it gets yeah. very you know um the deserving of knowing every inch of your life because i listen to your music uh yeah. it, it's a and so uh, and i think and i think some people have no problem with that like yeah here is every bit of my life and i respect that uh for me i enjoy my privacy i i, I enjoy um keeping a lot of my life not up for scrutiny uh and 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 comments from random strangers so it's a tricky place but i i try to i try to do my best to balance like i said i really admire that though i feel like obviously you're you're seasoned in this space i'm sure you've experienced different angles and different invasions of privacy and and just um yeah you got you gotta it's look crazy. long term i mean everything from like you know reality tv internet scandals I've, I've been doing this a long time man uh, yeah it's it's i start to feel it too like i go like we played we played those shows and and I, and I start to feel it i'm like man i'm not i don't feel like one of those young bucks anymore i feel like kind of like those old dogs on the yard that are just like keeping an eye on everything it's very it's very strange like uh you know my birthday is this month and and it's like, damn, I keep having a birthday every year. It never stops. Never Happy stops. early birthday to you. Thanks, man. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, uh, go, you know, 22, 23, you know, being in this as long as I have and experiencing as much as I have, it's, it's crazy to look back on it all now and, and be promoting, you know, a, another album and, it's a very grateful. I'm I'm very grateful because uh, it's it's easy to get caught up in the in in the internet because, like I said, I care what people think. It's very yeah. easy to get caught up and be like, man, people like people are like, oh, why are they still doing it? It's like, well, because we keep getting more successful, and 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 I keep having to I have to keep that in the back of my mind because you know you can read a you can read a thousand positive things. But for some reason, that one thing, like it just negate it. For some reason, you, people just let it negate everything, and I'm 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 victim to that. Uh, I have good days and bad days, but um, I, I have you know doing this as long as I have. It's 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 uh, I have a lot of perspective, you know, perspective. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, Bradley, as we're winding down here in episode 236 of Spinning Thoughts, I always like to kind of just bring in a lighthearted kind of game at the end. Um, and, you know, I'm going to play into the New Year's thing. Now, New Year's resolutions, a lot of people do them. I personally do not. I don't know if it's because I don't want to hold myself accountable or <laughs> wh- whatever it may be. But you know what? To each their own. I'm, I'm down with that. So, um, yeah. but people, people go above and beyond sometimes with these resolutions. And of course there's just sure. like the joke that nobody follows through with them. But ultimately they I like don't. the, I, I like the idea that people want to change your life, um, to impact themselves and others and just enhance the world that they're living in. We're going to play a little game where you're going to have to choose between two different random resolutions, uh, for the new year and, and which one you would rather do. But before we start with that, that do, did, do you, do you subscribe to new year's resolutions? Do you have any? Uh, I do not. Uh, if I want to change something, I change it that day. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I used to, and I, and I get the whole, um, the ceremony of it. And I, yeah. and I, and I do enjoy that. And I, and I get the idea of like having a jump start because, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, the, the most, the, the most, the, the, the number one is I want to be, I want to get in shape, right? I want, yeah, yeah. I want to get in shape this year. I'm getting in shape. And it's cool because like at the beginning of the year, you know, that there are millions of people who are on that journey with you. Like, Hey, we all want to get in shape. Whereas just like, if I'm sitting here, you know, on a, a Saturday afternoon, I'm like, I want to get in shape. It's like, it's a lot, you know, yeah. it's a yeah. lot. There's a lot into it because, because if, if you're starting from scratch um, and, and not to toot my own horn, uh, but I, um, I am vegan. I work out six days a week. Like I, Shit. and, and, and it, it didn't, I didn't start out that like, I didn't, I didn't just go, I'm going to get in shape, you know? And so, uh, I think the whole ceremony of how oh, everyone's doing this, I can get, I can appreciate that, but without the discipline, it doesn't matter how many other people are doing it. How long have you been vegan for? Uh, about five years now. Nice. I've been uh, vegetarian for seven. I've uh, danced around the idea of of vegan, but I I can tell you just like shifting into a vegetarian lifestyle, I have never felt more energetic, more optimistic, more positive. Um, It it really, it it, it can change your life, like getting just processed shit out of your diet and and just even learning how to cook and and seek out new recipes. It's it's kind of fun, you know? Yeah, challenging yourself. I I remember I, I... I like not necessarily not necessarily got tricked into to being vegan, but I uh, had a roommate and she was an actress out here in Los Angeles and was having a hard time making ends meet. And so she's like, okay, uh, or I brought up the idea, like, look, I'll buy all the groceries for the house, but you have to meal prep. Like you have to cook for us. And she's like, oh, great. And so for like six months, she cooked and I bought the groceries, but she, everything, she was vegan. So everything she made. So for six months, I ate vegan, not thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm definitely sticking with this. So cold turkey, uh, yeah. you know, just vegan. Yeah, that's how I went vegetarian too. I actually got laid off from a job and um, just meat was like, it felt expensive. I know like being vegetarian and vegan can be expensive as well. Um, certainly. Sure. But um, yeah, I just randomly, I felt like a life change was happening. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to change everything. And I did it a week, did it for a month, did it for six months and then seven years. I'm like, holy fuck, I've been doing it for seven years. So that's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's dive into this game. Um, 
And uh, let's see what you would rather do. So uh, in terms of New Year's resolutions, would you rather stop using social media or stop using media Stop streaming? using social media. <laughs> There's nothing else that I could compare it to. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, if I wasn't so tied to it because of this band, I, yeah. it would not exist in my house. I hear you. I hear you. Easy one. That's such an easy one. Yeah. All right. So we, we started off easy. I'm glad we could, uh, yeah. we could uh, do that. So would you rather cut like sweets out of your diet or, uh, and I don't know if you drink. Um, so excuse me if I'm wrong there, but, um, would you rather cut out sweets or okay. alcohol? So, uh, I haven't had a drink in, I guess probably about nine or 10 months because, wow. uh, once my partner got pregnant, she obviously couldn't drink. And so I was like, look, I, I'm going to do this with you. And Holy so shit. we just, we just haven't, you know, uh, and I wasn't really a big, I, I was definitely a social drinker. Like I'd, I'd have a drink uh, if I went out. Um, I don't drink on tour, but uh, so I think, I guess that would probably be the easier one because sweets, I got donut friend just down the street, my man. So I don't think that <laughs> that is possible. Now I know you're you're vegan now. Um, I didn't know that mm -hmm. going into these questions. I I I, th I know that there's alternatives to the the what I'm about to say here. So I, I don't know if you want to sure, lean sure. into it from the vegan perspective or or not. But nah, would you rather nah, would you it. rather stop eating pizza or stop eating tacos? You know, there's this place in Los Angeles called Sugar Taco. Okay, that is the best tacos I've ever had, like vegan or not, best tacos I've ever had, sugar taco. Um, but then when you talk about pizza, we got we got Masa of Echo Park out here that has great vegan pizza. Um, I've had Kitchen 17 from Chicago mailed to my house in Venice many times. <laughs> uh, so that's really tough. I'd have to say, I'd have to say I'm okay with cutting out pizza. And and I'll and I'll keep the tacos because sugar taco in Los Angeles is next level. All right. Whenever I'm out in L.A., I guess that's where I'm going to go and try it out. Yes. Yes. Would you rather be kinder to yourself or kinder to others? Kinder to others. I'm a bit of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> um, would you rather read more or play more video games? Read more. Uh, the the only reading I've been able to do the past couple months has been all like how to be a dad books or pregnant <laughs> books. And so I'd really love anything else at this point. I hear you. Uh, would you yeah. rather run more or do more yoga? Yoga. I hate running. I hate run running. I used to do hot yoga in Venice for a long time. Uh, and then uh, I, I don't have an excuse, but it gets expensive. So yeah, it does. Um, Definitely, definitely yoga. Yeah. Uh, running is one of my least favorite things to do. It's miserable. I don't know how people do it Something. for fun. I don't get it. I, that's <laughs> that and NASCAR. Yeah, I just don't understand. <laughs> uh, and then the last one here, Bradley, is would you rather go to more concerts or listen to more music? You know what? I would like to, man, I just saw Muna play here in Los Angeles which such a great band. Um, and I really enjoyed that. I think, I think I'd like to go, I was supposed to go see Giveon, who's like this uh, R and B type dude. Great voice. I think I'd like to go to more concerts. It's, it's been a while, especially after missing so much pandemic and stuff. I, 
I, you know, I listen to plenty of music. Trust me. I, I think I'd like to go to more shows. Awesome. I appreciate you I diving like into this little game, this new year's resolution game. And for uh, sure, for sure. Uh, Helps people get to know you a little bit better as they dive yeah. into this new album, Sting, that's due for release on January the 27th. I can't wait for people to hear it. I'm sure you can't either. Um, so, Bradley, yeah. before we jump off the call, and I know I've kept you a little bit longer than what I said, but um, is there anything, anything else you would like to add or say to your fans, uh, the fans of Emerosa, to the listeners of Spinning Thoughts? Anything you feel like we need to know as we head into the release of Sting? You know, I don't think there's anything that you need to know. Uh, I think uh, everyone found their favorite band by listening to a song they had never heard before. Yeah. And so there's nothing that says you can't find your next favorite band by listening to a record that you've never heard before. Like, that's how it's done. So just, uh, you know, thank you to our fans who uh, who do ride the waves and let us and let us be a band. Um it does not go unnoticed and especially the past couple of years um there's been an exponential amount of gratitude that we've felt uh, for our fan base so um just thank you and everybody go listen to attention on repeat a million fucking times and give me redemption please <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh bradley thank you so much for being here for episode 236 of spinning thoughts i really appreciate it thank you once again, I want to thank Bradley Scott of Emma Rosa for being here for episode 236 of Spinning Thoughts. Make sure you go and pre-save the new album coming from the band on January the 27th titled Sting. It is 10 tracks, 35 minutes of pure pop synthwave bliss, and you're going to want to check it out. While you're doing all of that, make sure you hit the like button. If you enjoy this kind of content, make sure you're subscribed on whatever podcast platform you enjoy. And we're on all social media at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We'll be back again, same time, same place. It's the beginning of a new year. We've got a lot of content coming your way. So if you like music and if you like the good vibes, then we have got you. We'll see you next time. Until then, make sure you share music, spread love. 